thousand dollars, so they're still trying, you know. Mm. Somebody yeah. owes something. Yeah, I mean for sure. Come on, man. Somebody owes. Yeah, they were increasing the um, the reward money to five thousand dollars. Well, I missed that. What y'all saying? What y'all talking about? Edward Phillips. Oh, Edward Phillips. Yeah, uh, she called me. Yeah. I am just you live, Tony. I think. I know. Oh, right now we're not we're not on, but we're live. But I don't know what. Uh, I just I can't figure out where that man is. I just don't know. I just don't know. Uh, I mean, you just leave the house and just disappear. Nobody find you, see you, know where you. I don't know. You know that's not normal. So, uh, we're missing a guest. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, let me get that information from you. Oh, shoot. I'll be. Myself and I. You that nervous? Oh, crap. <laughs> you that nervous? Very funny. <laughs> and we're gonna have that. We're gonna have an interesting. Uh, we have an interesting discussion today. Again, um, so we'll have that ready. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna have your stuff ready too for you for your ad lib. Okay. For your PSA you sent me. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-host, LaDonna Sherwood and Francis Lawkins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. It's like living in Goma, opposing Trump. As we continue to dive in on some of the many concerns of our community, I have my guest, my guest, Terry Roy. Hello, Terry. Uh, Trish. How are Hi, you? guys. Yeah, where's LaDonna? She was here. 
Where did she go? I'm here. Yes, sure, there we go. All right, now everyone is here except our guests. <laughs> <laughs> so, who, we, who do we have on tonight? We, we, well, actually, it's just one of he was a guest last week, and he was coming on to. We were going to continue what we just talked discuss on the, last Sunday, and we're doing a continuation uh, episode two of what it's like living in Beaumont, the pros and cons, and it was as we dive in some of the concerns we have in the city of Beaumont. Uh, we had Chris Jones who met with the uh, Chris Jones met with the uh, uh, city council on Tuesday as, and uh, presented uh, uh, what we talked about uh, the sidewalks issues that we have on uh, in the community uh, around the railroad tracks and in the minority area of the community. So we talked about a lot of bit on on um, last Sunday. We talked about five 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 Main Street. Uh, we talked about um, the the what's the name of the battleship that they are trying to bring to the to, to Nature's River to set up Battleship Texas. Battleship Texas. Wow. Well, isn't that battleship not making no money where it is? Well, it, I, obviously it's not. You know that we talked. <laughs> obviously yeah. it's not. So some agree. You know, I, I, and it needs to be uh, updated or or worked on or something else or something like that, right? Right. The status. Oh, we don't have so. the uh, infrastructure currently in place to support that. Correct. Correct. Okay. Well, listen. All right. So what else, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, it got it got mentioned in the council meeting last week by a certain councilman that was really trying to be sarcastic about it, but he mentioned it, so the word is out that about the podcast. So, well, we understand that, you know, we we all know. Congratulations, guy. Yeah, we already know that. But I, I, in fact, I talked to that certain uh, city councilman and working and invited him to join us. So. Hopefully we'll have him with us on next Sunday as we continue this conversation, this discussion. Um, so since, you know, I want to make sure that he uh, are aware of what we're talking about and what we want to discuss with him. Uh, if he wants to discuss it so we can talk about it, I don't mind. You know, it's, this is what we do, right? Right. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. We maybe can get some of our questions answered. I respect everybody's. I respect everybody's opinion. We all have different opinions, you know. Uh, but we can't progress unless we come together and put it on the table. And say, okay, this was the reason why we don't like this. This is the reason why we like this. This is why we favor this. This is some of the reason why we don't. So we, we need got, communication for sure. Yeah, we need communication, and that's that's a good deal. I, I mean, that's a good deal that he he's wanting to come on board. I mean, and, and join us. And I uh, I uh, welcome him with warm and wide arms. How about that? <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, we uh, also talked about uh, uh, what else we talked about, Terry. I think you're on mute, don't you? Can't hear yeah, you, Terry. Hey, Terry, you're on mute. You mute, yeah. Unmute. Unmute yourself, Terry. I did. Okay, there we that, go. That, that, right. did. that did. That did. Yeah, we might have talked about that and sidewalks, and that was 
pretty much it. Yeah. Pretty much it. Well, yeah. I also had uh, James Ella was going to join us also yeah. and talked about some things, and uh, he's not on board either. So I'm going to give the show to you and LaDonna. Uh, and uh, as Perry Busby, he just joined us. Okay. Hello. Perry. Well, we have a, um, a couple of events that are coming up. Um, just to kind of give people a heads up of a few things that are coming up. Uh-huh. Uh, the NAACP is going to have their annual Juneteenth celebration. That's going to be June 17th. Uh, I want to stay at the Civic Center if I if I got my information correct. And then also, too, I want to kind of plug the Beaumont Panthers. Um, I meant to get their schedule. We do have a basketball team that is playing here at four park. They actually have a game tonight. It's at seven, which is right now. And I'm, I'm going to be getting Tony, um, an updated schedule of when they play. Cause that's something that we, we can get involved in and, and, you know, something else that we have that we can do in Beaumont. Um, I know that there are also a couple of new restaurants and I think even a brewery that's coming to town. Um, uh, so Beaumont is growing in some capacity and I'm kind of excited about that because we were talking about uh, being stagnant uh, in previous shows and conversations. And it seems like we got a little growth happening, some some type of expansion growth, even in the midst of what some would say is a recession. So that's interesting. Okay, Trish, would you got anything you want to brush over before we we'll get on our topic? Just to remind everybody that the um, citizens meeting is going to be May 22nd from 7.30 to 9.30 at Rogers Park. Everybody, please come. And I encourage all advocates to get in touch with me. It doesn't have to be just about brown water. It's the time for the citizens to get together and to talk and to start setting the tone. When I was that date now? May 22nd. May 22nd. It's a Sunday. It's on a Sunday. Oh, that's a good day for me. What time? That is a great day. 7.30 yeah. to 9.30. I thought maybe we could go live there. Yeah, that's what, we, that's what we should do. 7.30 to 9.30. 7.30 to 9.30. In the evening? Yes, in the yeah. evening. Well, that's that's our podcast time show. That's what we said. We're going to go live. Yeah, I'm oh, saying yeah, we should go live. live. Okay, let's see if I've got enough equipment to go live. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start there. Right. We, so, we'll be, okay, we'll be there. That give me time to practice up for the uh, NWCP banquet, so I can have that equipment ready. And hopefully, you won't lose it this time because I need that footage. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, no, no. Well, I know. I, I, I just, it, it was in the cloud. So that's mm. James Ella. He's with us now. So now I can pull out the popcorn. Now you can eat. We can pull out the popcorn now. We can pull out the popcorn. Hello, Perry. Hi everybody, glad to be here. Hey Terry, hi Trish. Hey. Hello. Hey James. Hey James, can you hear us? Hey, hey, hey. That's him saying it. All right. Yeah, I can hear you. It's a little little gurgle. Yeah. James, you know, I want to pick up where we left off. And um before we get there, I want to let everyone know. Let me go to my banner. And everyone know that on the, uh, on next now we're not next Sunday but next Tuesday uh, we switch dates so Tuesday will be the formal Lamar University men basketball coach Tim Price is gonna be with us this, this Tuesday as we chop it up 
uh, with his new book, uh, Locker Room Talk. So that's going to be Tuesday. And on the next Sunday, hopefully we can have our favorite councilman, uh, Mike Getz, going to be joining us next Sunday, hopefully. And so we can really chop it up, put it on the table and chop it up. Well, Terry, I mean, Tony, wait a minute. The title of the book is Locker Room Talk. I sure hope he ain't talking about the locker room talk that uh, uh, 45 was talking about. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We will see. We will see. So we'll talk about that then. So let me get off this here. <laughs> and our guest is blanked out again. So Perry, you want to add something while we wait on our, our guest to come back on? No, I have I have nothing to add for once. I'm listening. I'm trying to catch well, up. Well, you know, they, in Beaumont? they say the topic is what is it like to live in Beaumont, the pros and the cons. Well, you know, being a Beaumont native all my life, I will say this. One thing I can say for Beaumont is um, it's a very small community. That's for sure. <laughs> Everything gets around pretty quickly. And uh, if you don't want people to know about it, then you probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> huh. Yeah, you're right about that. We are right about that. Well, I guess, you know, LaDonna, since you said that, I guess I could add that um, being a native of Beaumont, having lived in Beaumont, um, you know, even as I even as I look at, look back at some of the other places that I've visited, even here in South Florida, one thing that I've noticed here in South Florida is that these are really just small towns. Fort Lauderdale, Pompano Beach, these are small towns. And uh, let's not let, you know, let's not let the size of Beaumont diminish our impact because Beaumont has has a well-regarded uh, reputation around the country. I mean, when you begin to talk about the people that have come out, people go, oh, yeah, I've heard of that place. I've heard of it. Uh and in some cases, they think it's much bigger than what it is. So, uh, you know, there's one thing I can encourage Beaumont about is live up to this grandiose uh, myth that some people have about us. Let's not talk small about ourselves. You're right. You're definitely right about that. So that's a, that's a lot of that's some pros. A lot of pros. Yeah. Yeah, and one pro about Beaumont is, I will say this, Beaumont has turned out some very hard-working, dedicated people. Um, mm -hmm. Beaumont has turned out some very hard-working, prominent, dedicated people, and um, the work ethic, I feel like, from much, much of the community is unparalleled. You could take a person from Beaumont and transplant them anywhere. And, and nine times out of 10, they it's going to be some type of successful story or some type of, you know, they're not going to just go nowhere and fall to pieces. I don't believe that one bit. That's true. Yeah, we, we, yeah. We're, all, we're all over the all over the country. Some of the best things mm -hmm. come in smaller packages, too. Like, it's okay to be smaller than. Well, that's true. But I want to get to James Ella. James, you brought up the subject. Um, on last Sunday and we talked about it and I want to go back and kind of agitate you on that a little bit. Okay. 
and 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 before we, and we're going to talk about several things because we've got some issues that's going on in Beaumont. A lot of people don't know, and right. J- James is a is a bloodhound. He is a, a, a guy that's a hardworking guy that's concerned about the city of Beaumont, and he has uh, he's a workman, and uh, he found out some things and getting with me with it, and it just blowing my mind. It's like, wow, this is going on. So we we got to we got to figure this out. But we're gonna talk about two things with you, James. We're gonna talk about the 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 USS ship, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and we're gonna talk about the Bomber Police Department. Okay. All right. We want to address that so that the community can know what's going on in our community. Yeah. Okay, James, you got the floor. All right. Uh, if you want to talk about, uh, let's say about the uh, USS uh, battleship first. Mm-hmm. Uh, USS battleship. Uh, like I say, I'm. You know, I'm tossed up on the whole AT&T thing now because yeah. of, uh, you know, what they said that they did have plans and then my guests had said, no, they don't have plans. And I was like, not, I'm, co- uh, I'm, I'm con Mike gets and pro, you know, the other leadership uh, as it stands right at that point. So I'm looking at things that were tossed up as original plans and I'm thinking that they were actual plans, not just, you know, something that they might have fabricated Oh, uh, and of course, my guess was right on it. Supposedly, uh, that there are no plans, as we just heard, that they're going to discuss on what they're going to do to the area, so they didn't have a real direction that they were going to go with. Uh, somebody else brought up that uh, there was just going to be a splash pond, and my guess that they do that. And I don't, I don't mind admitting where I go wrong with communication or, or you know, direction with who I'm with and who I'm not with, right? So I was totally against, hey, my guess, hey, what they've shown me or what I've seen is a completely different uh, ideal than just a splash bond. But that looks like, I think Terry had said, we don't need another splash bond. And, and somebody else brought up that there's that's all the ideal is, is just a splash bond. So I think we were misled at that uh, big old meeting downtown to sort of gather us all together to say yay or nay if, if Beaumont's in um you know, in in the same uh, room with uh, the council at this point with the um, with the the AT&T building, which that rolls into the USS uh, Texas battleship. USS Texas battleship will not be, according to even the USS Texas battleship foundation, I think it's called the long you know long name of it. Uh, that's a state owned uh, battleship, so it's not going to be a the, you know, uh, um, a burden on the local taxpayers as far as the foundation has said. I've been in contact with them a couple of times through emails and then it sort of shut down uh, during the talk saying that they were going to come out here and I think that they did come out here and talk uh, to the council about it. Um, so all Beaumont citizens would be required and I don't know the cost on it would be the mooring which would be with, with the housing of I mean, which would be where the boat actually docks at, right? And then a a ramp, basically, to connect the land to the ship. Uh, then the city would need to provide a, I think it's a 10,000 square foot uh, visitor center. So it, it could be something converted to, or it could be something built from the ground up. Um, 
I would love to see the preservation of the ship. I don't see any other area besides there was Corpus Christi, I think, up. Uh, and I think that there was um, maybe Baytown, Channelview, somewhere like that, that had offered to look into housing the, uh, the uh, ship. Uh, but so it was like three, maybe three cities at this point that that are on the coast that were able to, you know, have the uh, have the ship come to. Uh, Beaumont, I think, would be a good location, a prime location. It would be out of the saltier water if we're more uh, up the river, right, up Nature's River. If they dock it uh, at where the ATT building is. Uh, like almost directly behind it, then I would think either A, the AT&T building needs to come down for view from Main Street, and you can see uh, a better backdrop of just a silhouette of the ship compared to having buildings stacked behind it. Um, if you're coming over the freeway, coming into uh, Beaumont, uh, hell, even leaving Beaumont if somebody's a pastor looking back at uh, Beaumont as a city, uh, glancing over. Um, but at t building would also be great for the 10,000 uh, square foot office space, the, the uh, area for what the, the Texas Battleship Texas actually requires for us to provide to them for a visitor center. So it would have, uh, I guess, uh, retail, you know, so they can sell their items. There was also pamphlets and whatnot, information about the ship, history. You know, they have, they'll have probably murals of, uh, of, of pictures of the ship. And then after that, stories told by the sailors or whatever, because that's a, I think it's a New York class, uh, um, New York class battleship, and I think it's from World War II. I don't think it was uh, dated back to World War One. I. I think it was World War Two uh, during the uh, during the war with Hitler and, and Japan. So that was one of the uh, the bigger ships out in that time, and one that survived. I mean, we don't have a whole lot of them. We have uh, the Alabama and the North Carolina and Texas, and then there's probably a couple others. But it's not a whole lot with a huge fleet that we had from way back when, right? But uh, that could be a good draw coming right over, over the bridge, coming into Beaumont. And the cost would be just for the 10,000 square foot building and the, um, the actual uh, mooring, the, uh, the placement of the ship. But after that point, we're supposedly not supposed to be uh, uh, um, involved in the cost. We should possibly reap something from it, at least taxpayers uh, traveling, uh, taxes spent buying gas, buying groceries, buying uh, for picnics, if you want to picnic in a park nearby or something like that. So that's the way that uh, we can generate tax revenue from the ship, actually. So my question, one of my concerns is, is that we have to, I guess, dredge the, the river to bring that in? Can we handle that? I think that I think that the river in the middle area is deep enough to definitely an extent because you know our port our port is going to be right near that location. It's probably the port is on the other side of uh, Jefferson County Courthouse, right? So it's mm, probably three thousand three thousand feet from maybe something like that uh, mm -hmm. from the location. Now it would uh, in that the Nature's River location possibly from the riverfront park that should probably be dredged however river the river is pretty deep i do not know that information though Aren't they waiting uh, on the of, army corps engineers right to do something 
probably so. Uh, they are doing, I think that they're involved with uh, the Army Corps of Engineers, I think is involved right now with the shoring of the banks right now from the destruction of Harvey, I think from the washout. So the Army Corps of Engineer, Engineers probably already has some of that data as of depth wise, because they probably wanted to go in uh, and learn what they're dealing with actually to do the shoring of the uh, the river bank right so they probably already have the depth of the river and all that information ready and they could just basically copy paste bring over to that information that's uh requested you know, anybody can do probably an open records uh to the old Marine corps engineers to find out or there could be information already found online for the depths of uh nature's river in that area i just remember the last time i remember council talking about it there was a dredging that had to happen or and then part of the property that it would sit on actually belongs to somebody else i think is what i remember i don't know, I don't know about that uh yeah i'm not sure about that uh maybe at the time it where they was it far enough back whenever the at&t building was already uh or still purchased by tom flanagan yeah it was right around the time we purchased it maybe so. maybe possibilities we could i mean it could, could be bad it could be no, I mean, you, it, it could be that it was uh, connected to the AT&T property for some reason or another. Uh, it's a possibility. Or it could be uh, with the railroad. It could be uh, easement for the railroad where the crossover, you know, the tracks do get a little closer in that area. So their easement may may uh, come to a point over in that area. Uh, not sure. Not sure. Uh, that is definitely, like I said, that's a pro to me, history-wise and whatnot. I would love to go, uh, I, I oh, didn't got even lots know of history. about, yeah, yeah, I, I did not even know about the actual location until, you know, like the, the location that it's at right now, until like fully looking into it a whole bunch and whatnot. And, I mean, years have gone by about me not even knowing it existed, right? I knew that there was a ship out there. I saw that there was, um... Um, maybe something from whenever I took the ferry, uh, uh, and I thought it was at Wolf Park. That's that you know uh, over there towards Moody uh, um, Gardens. I thought that it was actually at Wolf Park uh, because there was a submarine there. I thought, uh, but whenever you take the freeway, uh, I never did care. I always saw the San Jacinto Monument, and that was pretty much it. The distance to get to it is a few different. Um, you know, highways take this one off to that one. Then you got to go down a regular road. I mean, you know, regular street down or a regular, um, let's say like a um, New Washington Boulevard, you know, like a developed street compared to the county road uh, to get to the, the ship where it's at. So it, it to me, I never cared to pay attention of the, the location, right? Uh, for the location now to be next to an interstate, I think it would draw a whole lot more individuals too. Like USS Alabama is is pretty much off right off of um, uh, the freeway. I shared, uh, I think it was the North Carolina, USS North Carolina. It is on a freeway, but across the river from the main city. Uh, but they have a whole park set up. They have a uh, battleship park, battleship street. Uh, everything um, connected to the actual ship. Uh, uh, then after that, USS Battleship at, at uh, Alabama. Uh, I think that there's one little side exit, maybe a detour exit type, uh, but it's it's in view of the freeway. And they draw a whole lot of visitors, both ships do, for the location. For the location of the USS Texas, I don't think that it could. 
I don't think that it's getting as many visitors as it could. So I agree with my guess on that. As a the location of could have a whole lot more visitors. And then we're right next to Louisiana, so we could possibly bring in history buffs from Louisiana that also go to uh, other battlefields and battleships and whatnot visit. I don't know if it's true, but I heard that, that this ship actually docked here during the war, like it was hiding in yeah. our in Natchez. Not sure. We do have a uh, reserve. We do have a naval reserve out there uh, towards Port Arthur. I remember uh, I was about 20, 24 years old. Uh, me and a couple of friends had went on a boat late one night in the river uh, fishing and uh, ended up uh, uh, went out towards Port Arthur and saw these blue lights. And I, I didn't know what it was until later on. Look, that there's a big old propeller uh over there on, uh, I guess it's Twin City. I, I keep on, you know, naming it wrong. But by the old Dupont, uh, Dupont plant, Dupont Lucite plant, um, there's a propeller and it's naval reserves. Uh, so it's possibly that they they docked it out in that area. We have a natural uh, river. I mean, you know, that it's deep enough for that. We ship out of our port and most of the military. It's, I think that we're Terry. What are we? The the third or the second or something like that? We're, we're one of three. I believe largest port for military export. Yeah, I think we're in, in top five for sure. Right, right. So I mean, it would it would line up with what uh, Teresa is saying with the ship being docked in this area. We have a strong connection to the military on uh, a lot of the military going out of this area, and I mean, ducking off and and storage. So it could be a possibility that it was docked out in this area next to probably the naval reserves, which are. Right. I think that it's. Uh-huh. Question: uh, Has this been voted on by the city council? Has it been approved to do what? I'm not to bring, I'm to not bring the uh, the uh, battleship of Texas here. Uh, no. no. Yeah, I think, I think so. it was a while back. Didn't they say that the uh, the foundation was going to come and talk again yep. about it? Okay, yeah, they were waiting on That's... more data and all that type right. of stuff. Okay. So, but it hadn't been voted on. Yeah, but because yeah, right. that was my thing. Has there been a cost benefit analysis? And then again, what does that cost benefit weigh against other other priority priority? Yeah, I know AJ right. called for it a few times to get you know concrete information on it, but I don't think they've gotten that yeah. information yet. So yeah, no, and uh, I, I agree with James. I mean, I you know coming from. Uh, that I-10 trip from Florida to Texas, uh, I mean, the USS Alabama catches your eye going either way. Uh, right, right. You know, I mean, and then coming into uh, Beaumont off of I-10, I mean, it's got to catch you in the distance. I mean, and you've got right. to be looking that way. And it's, and it's a distance. Well as, yeah, as well as, I mean, that's the cost for getting it there, but what is the cost for now rearranging traffic, the cost for all of these other ancillary services that are going to assist in this, but it's gonna be at the tax it's gonna be on the taxpayers, yep. you know, wallet to help make this possible. We're gonna to have to have more businesses come in. Output from it. Right. A lot of unhappy right. taxpayers at that. So. Right. Yeah. And, you're, and you're gonna have to have other businesses. Yeah. It has to attract other business down which means the city is going to have area. to let up a little bit on the business rules yeah. and regulations because man the the, the uh, guy told me uh guy just uh messaged me about uh he wanted to try and get a um 
uh, trailer and turn it into something, you know, make a business out of it. And I'm like, man, after I've heard of all the different individuals that get harassed by the city on on numerous of things, if you want to start up a business out here, they will ride your back. And if you look at it, it's like, why? What's the point? What? It, it's not for the properness of it. It's not, oh, well, you got to make sure everybody's in the health code. Violet. I mean, they'll pick with you for a lot of things. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, don't let you slide. They will shut you down. A guy's house next door over here, in fact, uh, had an issue, burnt, burnt uh, a section of it. He's been trying to get it closed back up and worked on it, whatever else. And it looks like nothing's happened. It looks like the city, because he came out here and he was doing a little checklist because he was like, man, the city just hit me with all kinds of things. And I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. There's too many and, and, loopholes. There's too many yeah, you, too many you, loopholes you can, yeah, you can bet that if it was somebody from the city that was having something done to their home, man, they let it go. If you're a buddy of the buddy of the buddy, they let no, it go. They got yeah, they got a guy that down the street from my other house was, uh, I wanted a semicircular driveway uh, just because. I mean, I felt like that that's what I, I wanted for my home. I had the money to do it. I wanted to do it. Uh, they denied me, said that I needed more greenery. Okay, so <laughs> I decided on putting it. Uh, I swear to God, that's what they told me. They wanted me to put I needed more spots in a, in a tow yard. I trees. put in, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I put in about 3,000 total. I, I estimate some because a lot of it was like, nah, I say donated in a way. But a lot of the stuff that I brought in, I brought in all kind of trees and plants and everything. And I redid my yard and everything. Uh, then got denied again. And they said, uh, basically, I, I don't fit the criteria. I don't fit the area or whatever else with that. So next thing I know, on the next street over, somebody... and this, Driveways in, in the Oaks Historical District has to be of concrete, right? Not not asphalt is what they had told me. Uh, so then on the next street over, at the same time, after I did the legitimate request for, they apparently allowed somebody to pour an asphalt semicircular driveway. Then down the street from my house, they had a lawyer that actually was a friend of the former uh director or former supervisor underneath chris boone's he was like the secondary uh with the city uh building codes and also code enforcement area or department uh he approved without going through the official um uh oaks historical commission you know uh, authority basically committee to allow you to paint your house a certain color or allow a driveway saying that it would fit a certain area when i he allowed him to build it no greenery just a green grass yard and that's it but allowed him to build that and then he retired he left he left the city of Beaumont. you know he was out so it, it was his pardon it was his governor pardon basically his last wish his presidential pardon, his last wish on him leaving out the door, he allowed the guy to bypass all rules, all everything, and build that on the same block across the street, though on the net, uh, on the even number side. Chris Boone lives on the, the uh, odd side and uh, on the even side numbers. This uh, attorney built that semicircular driveway without going through any permits at all. But that's how Beaumont does. If you're a friend of a friend of a friend and you know somebody downtown, you can get anything done. No, you're telling me you're, you're telling me that it is corrupt downtown. 
No. I don't Hold on. I, I didn't mean to mislead anybody with that, but I just want to say Beaumont is corrupt. <laughs> yeah, I just said hey, it again. I keep move, on screwing up. That's, that's why you got to keep fighting the corruption. Yeah, you got to keep all fighting. day long. But, yeah, but be right. positive when you do it, Jerry. Yeah. Be positive. When I'm you gonna fight never be positive. Yeah. Anything you ever say is considered to be negative. Yeah. So. Right. All, right. all so, day long. We, we gotta There's move on no to, way. We got to move on to the Beaumont PD Department, the Police Department. Yes, indeed. Police Department. Yes, we indeed. Got some, we got some problems now. Yes, and we, we want to make the uh, community aware of what is going on. Uh, and I'm just going yes, to just touch do. on a little bit of basic, and then I'm going to get back to James with this. And we can, the panel can come in and uh, punch holes in it and see how we can come out uh, um, um, with this um, I, um, issue that we have. Uh, there was two black males stopped and ordered out of their vehicle. One had a gun in between his legs and was telling the officers that he didn't want it to fall out and then to be shot. He didn't want to be shot. He said, oh, I got a, I got a, a gun in my, between my legs. I don't want to be shot. I'm letting you know where it is. And one of the officers uh, yelled and gave him a command and that he should uh, grab it. And this. So, James, tell us about it. What happened? Yeah, and so I'll, I'm going to give you a rundown. Um, I'm sort of I got friends in BPD. I got friends in Texas State Troopers, uh, Jefferson County, uh, everything. I, I, I have multiple individuals that I know from all departments. So I do not hate police. I hate improper police. I hate uh, policing that allows abuse to the citizens because I'm pro-citizen, uh, con government one way or another. It doesn't matter. Uh, so my my involvement with BPD goes back to uh, years and years of whenever I was younger uh, 17 years old, handcuffed in the back seat of a car, and the elbow placed in my neck, and then pushed uh, pushed against the back seat while I'm handcuffed, uh, and I have my lip busted open by San Miguel. San Miguel went a whole uh, went along with a uh, life in BPD for years, uh, where I think he almost well he did retire. He went to another uh, department doing security at the courthouse, I believe. And, and uh, that's all happened time, to you. That's all, and that's all uh, happened to you. And you white. <laughs> Oh no 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 no! Hey, that that ain't the end of the show. Hey, they they will. They, imagine they what would happen to one of us, you know? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. In but, fact, but, but in fact, get, that, I understand what you're saying. I understand. We know right. you, you, you you're not biased with the police, but right. you want things done right. right. So tell us about right. Let's get to let's get to this, that particular stop. Right, that particular stop that you um you talked about just now was two black males that were they they must have been. Uh, they must have at least the passenger with the gun, right? Because Alpha, the conversation in between the passenger and the uh, the officer at the time, it sounded like that the officers were responding properly to a uh, stop that involved in a possible scenario where he flashed the gun or something to that extent, right? Because the officer said, "We know you have a gun, okay?" But this is not after the officer approached the vehicle; they pulled him over. And then immediately, you know, went to ordering them out of the vehicle. So I, I believe that there was some kind of proper call to stop them for whatever reason. Why I don't I don't know the circumstances behind that though. So but they did stop them, but when the officers then go to pulling them out, hey hey, get out the car, blah blah, blah and the guy's like, hey, 
I'm ready to get out. I just have a gun in between my legs and I don't want to, you know, hands up, right? Getting out. He had his hands out the window. So he he didn't want to grab the gun and then, you know, uh, look like he's holding a gun now or a hand come back in the window because then what are you doing? You know, why, why is your hands? So then there's a scary moment of I'm, my life is being threatened at that point in time, right? Uh, so they'll shoot. But what he did is kept his hands out the window and was like, hey, I got a gun. I need to let y'all know that if I get out, his leg could have dragged it out and it could have hit the ground. Hell, a cop could have said, gun. What happens, everybody, when people say, gun? People respond with shooting at that point in time. They don't ask questions. And then they say, for the life and safety of the officer, he was shot. <laughs> but why was he shot when the gun was on the ground? It wasn't even in his hand, right? So that was the, what the guy was trying to avoid. He was uh, trying to avoid being shot by the officers that night. And and kudos to him that he was trying to convey this to the officers as much as he could. So he was able to get out of the vehicle only after they allowed him, like, hey, open the door, blah, blah, blah. But one officer that was yelling out the other commands was, uh, you know, not the not the conversation. This was done by another officer, but the the uh, the conversation to the guy about, hey, we know you got a gun, blah, blah, blah. They cooperated straight. No problem. Uh, the officer that was yelling out the stop commands, he then yelled out, I'm not effing playing with you. And then as the guy's like, OK, I'm getting out. And then he's like, shut up. So what does that do? What is the escalation in the BPD officer? What is he trying to gain at that point in time? I'm not effing playing with you. The code of conduct in uh, Beaumont Police Department handbook states that they're supposed to remain professional at all times. They're not supposed to accept gifts from anyone, which uh, there's also individuals that back the BPD, which is fine, back the BPD, but then say how they have bought them numerous things and how the officers deserve everything. Those individuals are breaking policy at that point in time. I don't care for dirty cops. I do not care for cops that are going to command citizens to get the F out of their vehicle whenever the guy is actually trying to do what he's, you know, do by do by the officer's uh, command and actually get out on time. Uh, that escalated the driver to then get out of the driver's seat uh, and yell out, I'm not I'm a, I'm a effing man. Like he's not gonna get commanded out like a dog. But uh, according to the driver, I had seen the driver in the street uh, later on, uh, a few days later, and the driver said that supposedly they hit him with a um, uh, disorderly. They hit him with a disorderly or resistance. I think it was. I, I estimate, and he said it was a resistance charge. The guy didn't resist at all, unless he resisted at the uh, police station, at the uh, jailhouse, being checked in. At the stop, he didn't resist at all. He backed up. All he said was, I'm not an effing man. Uh, I'm an effing man. Uh, and that was it. That that The two individuals walked back and got handcuffed and were placed in the car without a, a dispute, without a fight. Uh, but they were hit with more charges. So I've looked into actually filing charges on the officer for disorderly conduct and breach of peace, which is available uh, to citizens or anybody. If you get an officer that wants to file that on you because you've cussed out loud, then they'll go through with the charges. I've asked BPD to give me the open records on it. Uh, they didn't. So 10 days, they then were out of um, 
10 days that were out of compliance with the Open, Open Records Act, they gave it back to me in 16 days after I requested again for the information on the officer's name because I wanted that one particular officer's name. Uh, the legal department from BPD stated, we couldn't determine which officer was actually talking. We don't know which officer actually yelled out those commands. Now, remember the body cameras, they sit on the, the officer's chest, right? So how is it that if you have a camera on your chest, your voice is louder correct, to that camera, I would think. And the other officers wouldn't be picking up the same tone of you wearing a camera. And there's other officers there that they could have asked, hey, who was that that was yelling out that night? That you know, Because they said, Internal Affairs said that they were going to do a full investigation, that their sergeant of that night was going to ask and find out all this information. Beaumont never did any of that. In fact, Internal Affairs actually told me to go file with the courthouse. If I wanted to file charges on the officer, I had to then take it down there that Internal Affairs didn't take those investigations. Internal Affairs didn't take in internal affairs and this okay so when i went to go call the municipal courthouse the municipal courthouse said oh talk to ia yeah okay so talk to ia is what they said so they've given me the full runaround plus what the information that they re uh, released the uh the legal department released was every officer on that stop that night so it gave me the opportunity, one, to see all the officers when I looked them all up. Uh, and I tried to figure out who, and I think I found out the exact officer now, uh, which one was yelling out the commands. But I have to have the exact officer's information to file on that one particular officer because I can't file on them all, according to the lady at the courthouse, because the courthouse says that well, the DA or whoever the prosecutor will probably dismiss the charge because I don't have all the correct information on who needs to be filed against. So it's a full cover up from the basic level of a traffic stop. What do you think they're doing for the instance whenever they broke that guy's, you know, paralyzed that guy? What, how much do you think that they're covering up when they cover up a traffic stop from an officer just cussing someone out? Do you think that we'll ever find out whatever happened to that guy that really got paralyzed? That's living paralyzed right now from the Beaumont Police Department? Do you think that we'll ever find out information? The counsel and legal of Beaumont can change body-worn camera policy, but they won't do that either. But the counsel can do that as well. Will we ever see it? Okay, so is where they there are definitely some major changes that needs to happen down at the police department. And while they've done yeah. a lot of work to, uh, you know, try to be in the community, and I mean, I think that's great. That there needs to be some type of citizen oversight or yeah. something for like when these things happen. And I mean, I know they say that they do, or they have a citizen review board or, or something, yeah. something like this effect. But I, I mean the level of activity and participation has got to be increased on the part of the citizens. And we got to put some pressure on the council. Maybe that's what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. You never mean you can't, you got to do something. Every two years we can put pressure on the council. And if we don't have that young council member that just went in here or there or whatever, 
rotate them out to a new one. You know, get the old ones that have been sitting on the panel for so long that ain't doing nothing, get them out. But we have to get the citizens, like Terry says, it's our fault. We need to get the citizens involved to just shut it down and remove the citizens of it, the, the council that have been sitting there forever. But there's too much of a brand, like a brand loyalty. People are going to pay. Uh, I, I started doing construction. I bought some uh, $29 to $34 um, fire resistant shirts. People are buying $79 fire resistant shirts just because of brand loyalty or whatever. You know, I don't have to have the best councilmen up there. They're they're not flawless, but you're going to make some changes for the people. You're not going to continue to be a government employee and government protector. You're going to be a citizen protector if you're uh, being brought yeah. home from me. People change when they get in seats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You think yeah. so? Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. You think yeah. so? You think yeah. so? I mean, you ever think so? I think that might be wrong. I, 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 I keep messing up, man. I, I, my train of thought keeps going off, Tony. Yeah. I, I keep on. No, but James, James, first of all, thank you for uh, staying on top of this issue. But you're right at the tip of what we've been saying about oh, I already know. Uh, what we have to do as a community. And that yeah. is the more we request the information. I mean, because mm -hmm. a part of this is also uh, the uh, the amount of stops that they make within our communities that never right. documented. So, right. I mean, a part of this is also looking at what is being documented as well as what we can now compare that against within our own communities. And once they begin to see, especially council, once right. they begin to see that we as a community are requesting information, I know that I know they're gonna push against every request. Already. But once they begin to understand, oh look, it's this group of people always looking for this information. Mm -hmm. things will begin to change and that's when you have to begin to knock on, on on those doors like that we have to begin to ask our communities what's going on what's happening because we right. tend to talk from this emotional piece that we know one thing went on and we and we you know blow that one up but there are many more and we are the yeah. ones at fault yeah. for this because we know the information but we're not asking for it and we're not putting it in the proper perspective. And that's something that we have to do. I don't care who you right. vote for. City council is an institution. It's one mm -hmm. person isn't going to change. Four people right. are going to change. We have to begin we, we got these institutions and make them work for us. Government is about the people, not them people, us people. Right. That's why That's what I, they I've feel to represent coming together and standing up and, and 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 demanding it because we're not going to get it otherwise. We all have to be as one, right? right. Power and numbers, right? It, it. I mean, I can tell you about a hearsay situation that happened, and I commend the. I think it's a detective and lieutenant that was involved that stepped up to get this guy's uh, situation handled because Beaumont PD. Uh, here's how it happened the guy this was about two years ago so he he's been debating for two years to file a lawsuit on the city but he's afraid there's probably plenty of people out there afraid to file a lawsuit because and he's thinking about moving beaumont from the altogether because of what happened 
so his stepson heard his uh, his mom and him, his stepdad, arguing, just arguing, not fight, not fist thrown, nothing like that, just a, a regular, you know, verbal dispute in their own home, in their own bedroom. This is in the north end of town. So the boy calls uh, the police. The uh, the police show up. Two armed police show up into this man's residence. They go and knock on the bedroom door. He doesn't know that it's the police knocking on the door in his own home. Well, BPD ends up knocking on his bedroom door. They say, open up. When he opens up, he finds two guns pointed at his face because the call went like this. Does your dad have uh, guns in the house? Yes, he does. He has a lot of them. Well, ends up that that prompted the Beaumont Police Department to enter a man's home with guns drawn. So they entered his home, guns drawn, pointed one through the door, crack, one through the door opening whenever the uh, door came open. They ordered the man out of the bedroom. This was for a dispute between him and his wife. They handcuff him. He's not saying a word because that is your legal right to not help the police in their investigation of you. So when you provide, man, she threw this and I swung at her, you're prompting yourself to yep. get arrested and go to court and go to jail for battery for domestic violence, even though she didn't call and he didn't call on her. Okay, because she has a gun and he has a gun in the bedroom. They are both gun owners. So she could have shot him. He could have shot her if it got to a, a physical dispute. Uh, they didn't call the stepson call. So it ends up that they arrested him. They took all his guns out of his house. Okay. They searched high and low bedroom. So illegal search and seizure at this point as well, because the guy's on a domestic call. That it, it's not even it's not even a gun was used in this. It's a threat or whatever. A gun was not even stated to be uh shown. The the wife was not pressing charges. It, BPD took this on their own. So they arrested the individual. They took him to uh, Jefferson County. They booked him in without reading his Miranda rights. Uh, they then booked him in. He was in jail for three days in what's called a turtle suit because BPD put him down for an eval. They, they arrested him on a psychological evaluation because he did not determine, he, he didn't want to talk to him. So I'm not saying a word to y'all. So they arrested him and put him on a 72-hour hold with no rights read in the Miranda. So it ends up that after 48, roughly 48 hours of him being butt naked in a turtle suit next to actual crazy individuals in cells next to him, there was one chick that supposedly murdered her own baby, like cut the baby's head off or something. Uh, he's uh, he's dealing with all that craziness, and he's just not wanting to speak to the police. Uh, then the jailer or the judge, somebody found out that he was not read the Miranda rights. They ended up letting him go. The judge said that, no, you cannot return home because it's a domestic issue. Well, the guy doesn't have anywhere else to go, okay? So he ended up sleeping in a park because he's a new resident to, to Texas from Louisiana. So he ends up sleeping in Babe Zahiris Park for two, I think those two days after that, two, three days after that until the judge then allowed him to go back home. So then he was able to go back home to then find that BPD down a dead end road is now starting to do routinely going down his street and circling back around. The guy had been coming outside. 
So he ends up talking to, like I said, a lieutenant or a sergeant detective, someone that I commend for actually stopping BPD from harassing him. That's where I was going with for the uh, the my story of my life with BPD. BPD does some things, and a lot of those officers, not all, there's a lot though, that actually are on an ego trip. Uh, like I said, the one that I, I put his you. elbow. I believe into, you. I yeah, believe you. I really that, believe you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all day long. There, there was a forty-two-year-old. Uh, 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 I'm not even. I'm not going to say the officer's name right now. But there was a forty-two-year-old uh, officer that he. I think he's gone now from the force. He might be at another force somewhere else doing worse. But uh, he had threatened me because he thought I was messing around with his girlfriend, and he was like, "I'm gonna come find you." Who knows if that was on a company issue phone or a police department issue phone. The one that bust me in the mouth while I was handcuffed at 17 years old, uh, he went on to raping his own 15-year-old daughter and then shooting himself in the head whenever they found out. A stepdaughter. Uh, there's plenty. Oh, well, all, per- right. all, okay. all officers are, are human. Man, okay. come on, man. We need to address this. Where's Chris Jones? Is he here? He's with us? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, what's going on? Hey, I don't what's going on, there, bro? You guys, I do apologize. I appreciate that, big bro. I apologize for being no, late. I was, we are. You know, we've got some old. We got uh, quite a few issues that we need to address before we get out of here. But uh-huh. I um, want you to address uh, uh, our community right now, uh, our audience, and uh, those that will watch later on, and tell them about. Um, Last Tuesday, you approached the, the city councilman about the sidewalk issues. Absolutely. And, well, um, <clears throat> um, just like I, I, I do want to say, I, I again, I do apologize for being uh, late to. No, we had to. We, we we had quite a bit of to talk about, so that's not a problem. Yeah, but I do want to reiterate what my big brother Perry Busby said about making these requests even if they don't give you the information you may request for it's on record that you had made and or made yeah. record for these particular um uh requests and you have to be specific in in your requests so uh i, I do agree 100 with perry <clears throat> uh about and terry because i already know before I got on, he said it's based on us. So, um, with that being said, you know, the, the request that we have and, and that we make from the city of Beaumont uh, has to be in writing. So, in writing, I did <clears throat> address city council on behalf of several neighborhoods, especially <clears throat> on the east side of the city. And I don't care if you say you live on the north end. Or you live in South Park, you live on the Peaside, Tripe City, uh, Silver City. I don't care where you say you live. If it's, uh, you know, South End, the Avenues, heart of the city, downtown. <clears throat> you are restricted um, by several railway companies. And I'm going to place blame where it is. Railway companies, TxDOT, and the city of Beaumont. Uh, and... Uh, these restrictions come from public, uh, you know, uh, restrictions in public access. And don't get me wrong, yeah, you'd be like, well, what you mean? We got, we got streets and this and that that we can pass on. And some of those, I, I, I would call, uh, you know, I would, I would 
say that there are streets and I, I use that loosely with some of the um, public access uh, or public ways of access that we have here in the city of Beaumont. Um, but I did address city council about our sidewalk issue and I did mention to them, <clears throat> you know, the restriction of public access, especially when it comes to um, uh, crossing the tracks, safely crossing the tracks, especially for, uh, you know, people that, you know, not just enjoy bike riding, but people that uh, have bike riding as a necessity or a means for transportation. So, um, like I, I think I mentioned, uh, you know, the city <clears throat> have allowed, uh, in regards to the state saying that it is illegal to ride bikes on the sidewalk, the city have allowed a uh, city ordinance to um, um, govern us and say that you could ride bikes on the sidewalk. And I'm assuming, hopefully, they, they did that because we can, um, you know, we have uh, certain citizens uh, that needs assistive devices, uh, like an electric wheelchair or something of that nature that may not be able to uh, move swiftly in the flow of traffic on the street as far as vehicular uh, commuters. So um, I did mention to them, you know, sort of kind of like a, a, you know, a, a plug, a shameless plug that, you know, not only are you restricting citizens public access, but that is also uh, against federal and state law um, that, you know, this is a, a, a problem, not only for ADA, which gives us access, uh, but it's also against citizens with disabilities. Um, so, you know, that's a really big issue uh, and if you guys remember a while back, citizens with disabilities um, sued the city of Beaumont for, if not 800000 almost $800,000. 800000 And won. And I was just about to say, and, and they won. Uh, not to say that our legal representation that, that we had at the time wasn't capable, uh, but the city of Beaumont funding wasn't capable of going against the federal government so right. uh I, I will say again this is you know just a um uh, an alert like warning you know and it's not warning 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 it's just warning you know uh for the city of beaumont uh stop restricting citizens of beaumont public access uh if i could yeah. big brother tony uh, yes, uh, make a make a a, a comment. I, again, I, I do apologize, James. James, I got in on the I guess like the middle portion of uh, of one of your experiences with the city of Beaumont Police Department. Uh, mm -hmm. And you know, I, I know like Ladonna said, you know, there's a lot of real nice uh, events and community engagement. Uh, I, I guess like programs that that they're trying to push and put on, uh, as well as the engagement with, you know, a lot of neighborhood associations and mines is one of them. Uh, but like, like, like Perry said, um, in regards to that situation, there are some legitimate pieces of reform 
that not only our city needs to adopt, uh, but our management as well need to um, execute, I guess, uh, so to speak, that would not only, um, I guess, uh, put pressure, so to speak, on those officers that are hired by the city of Beaumont, especially those officers that have repeated offensive uh, public relations, especially being peace officers. Uh, And like you, uh, myself, and several others uh, that are, um, uh, have made report to the NAACP, uh, as well as have made reference to the accountability affiliates uh, and, and, you know, some of the, I guess, rights and, and um, actions that most citizens should take um, and could take, you know, they're not knowledgeable and are aware of those particulars. Right. Um, you know, most of the times you hear uh, an attorney say, well, I'm not going to give you legal advice without a retainer or this, that, and the other. But, you know, there is certain, I guess, um, substandard, I like standard information that needs to be communicated to our entire community, not only, um, um, you know, people that look like um you know that may look suspect um and i spoke at an event yesterday uh with the same grill in my mouth and um you know automatically before words came out of my mouth uh especially what i had on yesterday it was saturday i was relaxed and so you know what i'm saying A, a lot of people would you know perceive me at that particular time to have been you know, just somebody that was uninformed, maybe, you know, a, a, a recovering thug or a felon or something of that nature, because you automatically see a, a, a you know, a black man with a beard, you know, and uh, he got a grill in his mouth and he got tennis shoes on his feet and he's not dressed for the occasion, so to speak. Um, yeah, I mean, like I, I heard, like I said, I heard a portions of your 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 uh your explanations of what needs to happen because of regardless to race creed or culture but i will say that because of your skin uh like tony said uh i had to question well like damn is is he black uh or he got a lot of black friends because um, well, that was the night yeah and because like i the 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 the, the reports that I get, and I'm just, there are, it, it's just an atrocity. It, it's just disrespectful right. to the populace of this city uh, that right. not only uh, are there uh, biases and, and prejudices in their, in the, the hiring, hiring or the, not the hiring, but the individuals that's hired, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. Yeah, and and like I said, uh, as a veteran, uh, and 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 I'll do respect to you know those that protect our public streets, 
but you you guys and and one day i sent out a text message perry uh tony terry you guys could remember uh especially during february i had sent out a text message about you know the the relationship or something that needs to happen with the police department and i and i sent it to all the people that i adore and that i guess adore me that pours into me that allows me to pour into them and our police chief is one of those individuals uh so i sent it to him and he texted me back uh and was like chris you really don't believe that there should be like a defunding of the police department and i and i told him i said not a defunding but there definitely needs to be a defusing um there needs to be a de-escalation uh you know mm -hmm. there needs to be something that goes on with the police department where they are held accountable for their actions because yep. as of now it's all imposed on the city of Beaumont whereas uh, yep. again I'll say as a veteran let me let me f up and see who gets uh, right. consequences and repercussions whether it's 240 right. or $250 a month from out of my check for six months for just cussing right. Uh, uh, at a citizen, you know what I'm saying, or yeah. or not even dressed proper in uniform, and I, I had to give you several several reprimands, whether verbal or written reprimands. It's I'm not understanding how people raise their hand and say they swear mm -hmm. to protect citizens and their lives and then property, because without us, mm -hmm. that property wouldn't be anything, whether it's insured or not. So yeah. people, like like Perry said, us, you, them, have sworn to protect us, and you don't, you have no consequences or repercussions when you come against us. I don't understand that. Right. And that's what I have to convey and relate to uh, our, our city police chief. And I mean, I'm assuming that he somewhat had to agree because there was no rebuttal thereafter. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I got so the reform has, to, has to come. And the and the reform, um, I, I'm not gonna say is is in an advisory panel or anything like that. The reform is the citizens of Beaumont going to their elected official and saying, Hey, this is an ordinance that I or we signatures and individuals behind me want <clears throat> on the books. Period. Point right. blank period. There is no advisory council panel, committee, none of that, because our ordinances are made to govern us. Again, I'm going to say, right. the city of Beaumont in their ordinance says that it is legal and right to ride on public sidewalks in the city of Beaumont. But in the state of Texas, I'm going to say it again, in the state of Texas, it says, that it's illegal to ride bikes on the sidewalk. Now, the, the fine print in that is the state says, refer to your city charter. You heard what I said? Mm. Refer right. to your city charter. Same situation when the election was going on for mayor and one candidate had their signs out in December of the year prior to. Uh, and right. the city ordinance says you're not oh you're not supposed to put it out there but three months within the time span one council right. member said oh no the state said you that's done away <laughs> with 
Yeah. Well, the city ordinances that this is for this is what you follow. And even when you refer to the state of, of that, how that's governed, it also said at the bottom in the fine print, Mr. Councilman, uh, refer to your city charter. So mm. if the state makes a law and, 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 and this person knows that because you two are an attorney of the law, of one that I, I'm a hoping represents your client rightfully <laughs> under the law. Um, <laughs> you know, how would you suggest and and reprimand others for, you know, trying to curve the law when you tried to curve the law yourself? You, and yeah. they did. And they did. We have to, we really have to be cognizant of what people are saying to us. We have to be aware, not just, you know, in, well, I don't have to study about it every day, but if I'm sitting among some people that are extremely diverse in their conversations and their indulgements and their endeavors in life, you'll learn a lot. I'm I'm not a, I'm, yeah. I'm a PK. I'm a pastor's kid. I'm not a pastor. I'm a youth minister. I'm not a you know a a a, 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 a pastor. But I at that time I associated myself with you know pastor like thing same goes for pks preachers kids they kind of migrate together uh, you know and it's un it's inevitable especially as you get to talk and you find out oh man i'm a pk you of course you know you don't have to ask perry busby if he's a pk because the the world knows perry busby is it the second or senior i think it's the second oh, the third a, okay well, it's the third this chord right I'm here. The so, third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we know Perry Busby the third, but Perry Busby Jr. past pastor. Perry Busby Jr. left legacy and standard that I think me personally, I, I mean like I follow till this day. And those standards have not brought me void or brought me negligence or brought me it, it has never guided me different so if it was good back then and and i that's my accept my my anticipation and and and, and like i i guess interpretation of what's good for the goose is good for the gander if the if the goose gave it to you hold it hold it share it amongst ourselves especially as we pet and we dive and yeah we have to we have to be very careful of what we allow and what, mm -hmm. what we really don't pay attention that goes on on council so leaders are supposed to lead and, and set the example they're not supposed to curve things well I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry i've been I've, I've always even before i put my my uh my, my big boy drawers on and decided to run for city council in 2011. May 1st, 2011, um, my name was on the ballot for the first time in my life. You understand me? So um, this is a big moment for me. And I understand that from 2003 to 2022, uh, 2022, uh, some of the same things that, that when I came back from the military, we still fighting and asking and begging and pleading that that is out. And the reason is, is because, and, and, and one thing I learned y'all, it doesn't take, 
it, it doesn't take 106 people because it, think about think about how God constantly decreased the number of soldiers that he sent that that you know they sent out to battle think about how many you know yeah so yeah yeah but y'all have to understand like the more <laughs> the more that the more the more liberties that we give up and the more that we don't pay attention to some of these sly politicians uh some of these politicians that that are trying to juke you and you know you know you know what you're talking about and some of these state agencies and government agencies just like we got the sunset review coming up and i definitely want to point that out sunset review is the review of all of texas agencies I mean, not just TCEQ, but TxDOT. I mean, every agency yeah. that you could possibly think of that mm. is that is state-ran and state-governed, allegedly state-ran and state-governed. So with yeah. that being said, there's a lot of people pushing for TCEQ for your citizen participation, not just against TCEQ but, and, and other state agencies. Uh, but they want to hear from, just like you guys said, just like Trisha uh, uh, it's setting up next month. We want to hear from our citizens so that not only we can be guided and directed by our local elected electives and committees, appointed committees, but that we can give our appointed committees direction and they can communicate with city council and council can make two uh, individuals put something on the agenda because we not only because they're doing it, but because we say do it. And again, I, I, I mean, I, we're, the, the liberties that we release is because one or two things, we're not at the table, we're not informed. There's checks and, and balances use, right. They use it both, yeah. both against us. I mean, like, and, and, and even with that, Trisha, like, think about, think about, um, I, I was in the military then, so think about back to 2002, before, uh, yeah, after 9-11. Um, checks and balances went out the freaking window. Here's the thing. The only person, the only being around that doesn't have to answer to somebody is God. So if you let these agencies and these people think that they're not accountable to anybody, well, they're, they're playing God. And, and that's not right. It's, of course, they're going to yeah. become crooked and they're not going to do things the correct way. Everybody has to answer to somebody. I've been seeing lately, though, have y'all noticed? Uh, I don't know if y'all watched some of those um, uh, Facebook uh Facebook podcast on like uh, just the corruption or whatnot, but there's been lately, um, I think four or five different whole councils, police department chiefs, and everybody, uh, three or four I think different uh, cities or towns or in Texas alone that have been uh, basically railroaded by the federal government now because and and started locking these individuals up because of the uh, civil rights issues and also embezzlement. Uh, hiring nepotism, uh, hiring you inside the ranks uh, of your buddies. Uh, they just did a bust uh, here recently where they got the uh, they got the manager, they got the city uh, city uh, I think the city manager, uh, the the mayor, and then a few council and also the chief of police all in one town. They said that it made the crime rate like statistics in that one town raise like a hundred and something percent. Just because of those, oh, particular so it, was a, it was a mini Mike CB oh. going on. No, no, bump, bump, hold on, bump might ain't that bad, is it? Because, uh, like, like we, we've talked about, you know, uh, everybody's human, right? 
So yeah, Mike Seely, boy, all these past police that that did so wrong around here, I guess people just throw away all. Oh man, they're man. Easy. give them a break. Man, man, that dude was pushing well, more crack on the on the street. Man, than, I was about uh, to say that, he was, a lot he of individuals was, he was was getting more dope and then arresting the yeah. same, some of the same yeah. individuals that, that was trying to well, provide for their families. He had yeah. their thumbs. What was he? he a he lieutenant? Thumbs on them? No, this was the police chief. <laughs> or if not, the chief Mike Stephen was. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I thought that he, he was, was a, a, a at least lieutenant or something, but he was, he was above. Was you said narcotics, yeah, right? Yeah, he was high up there. This this was this was uh, yeah. Yeah, a, a, a high up there gentleman, and I and for, for, yeah. for the life of me, I always thought he was the police chief at the time. Right. Like, oh, that happened. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Thing, I mean, and and that's what I'm saying. You know, I think one of the things is I I don't think we we really understand how our infrastructures have deteriorated in terms right. in terms of its resources. Yeah, I mean, yes, you, know, you know, I'm just saying our governments are requiring more, but in places and especially in smaller governments, people are consolidating power into lesser and lesser individuals. Right. You know, and oh. and people are just assuming, oh, things are working as normal just because it hasn't affected you. Right. And I mean, and I, I think we started seeing that with COVID, but I, we kind of in this malaise. Everybody is trying to get back to whatever some kind of normal is, and hoping everything else. I'm working. I'm working with uh, St. Louis County, Missouri now, and man, it. <sighs> I, I'm talking to their emergent, uh, their environmental health group, their public works, and just the amount of resources that they need just to keep daily operation going. I'm glad you said that, big bro, because where is it's the where great. is the county's uh, um, where is the county's environmental group? You know what I'm saying? And allegedly, Jefferson County has, um, you know. Uh, 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 an environmental group or like one that monitors what goes on with Jefferson County and there's some you know trickle down effect of emergency management when something happens but again uh, and, and and don't get me wrong there's the stand like you know um, yeah but like yeah. you said where is where is these pieces of of equipments that could potentially be used yeah. uh, in in especially like moments of citizen distress or, or, or like you got a leak that you need to let somebody know about and you now we're sitting ducks or sitting outside waiting for a text message from an agency a, a third party agency to tell us that you got a leak going on in our community and we need to get in our yeah yeah i mean i i'm talking to this group and one group said uh in the last quarter alone, through uh, pe- through retirement and people finding other jobs, they lost over 600 years worth of knowledge. So how that's, are you going to replace That's what happened here. Years yeah, that's, what, exactly what that's what exactly what happened. That's what happened right here in Baltimore. I say, I'm not going to say exactly what happened because the city manager ran out that, that amount of uh, knowledge. Mm-hmm. 
I, yeah. I would say over a thousand years of knowledge. And that's why we got the problems we got right now. Because the city yeah. water department, the city sewer department, and the, uh, uh, the city uh, uh, solid waste department. Because all of that was is it, damn near the same department. Yeah. Yep. What are we going to do to so stop So that's it? what I'm saying. Bowman is not alone. I mean, this is, I mean, it, it's yeah, a uh, widespread. And you guys are, the, are you. You as a group should be applauded uh, by the community. I mean, just the effort to try to pull us together. Sometimes that's all because we all having these conversations, and I know that people are doing works in you know in certain pockets. But for this to work, we we got to come together. We all we got. Right, and we definitely have to be able to share best practices and be willing to. Uh, receive constructive criticism because one thing I found out about a lot of community leaders or elect, and I use that I use that loosely, uh, especially um, you know in, in in most of the deprived communities. I'm not going to say you know African American communities or you know uh, poor white communities or now I'm not going to say none of that. But most of the deprived communities. Uh, you find uh, vultures or, you know what I'm saying, opportunities. Uh, and, and, you know, they'll, they'll get you and they'll get you to sign, they'll get you to sing, and the whole time you sing Kumbaya, they behind their back, behind your back, making deals to get you sold out. Uh, your property ends up becoming consumed because you allegedly uh, were signing a petition for clean water and found out that this um gunman slipped <laughs> slipped you you and all your neighbors to me so uh, uh, i mean like um we have to we we have to be vigilant not only against uh some of the the elected individuals but we have to be vigilant against a whole bunch of those that claim to be on our side because, uh, the whole time that they say that they're on your side, they'll they'll send you a nice little text message, and it'll have you distorted for months. You know what I'm saying? And the whole time you um, moaning, groaning, and complaining about that particular thing that they sent you, it's seven seven things that's going on that really needs your attention, like the housing right. issue that we have here in the city of Beaumont, and how the city of Beaumont lost. Hundreds of thousands. Well, Jefferson County lost hundreds. Oh yeah, hundreds of thousands. Hundred twenty. Hundred twenty million, million dollars is what they had of, of, available of to go to. We just had to give back one point six. Right. Not especially yeah. not just to uh, to uh, landlords, but and speaking of landlords, I'm glad we. I'm glad I diverted. There are a lot of slumlords out here. And I, I, I for yeah. the life of me, I cannot understand how is it that the city of Beaumont have inspectors and individuals that have come say, hey, your yard is not right. Yeah. But over yeah. the time over the course of time, if you inspected my house to get built, if I add on something and you tell me I gotta get a permit, then one day, someday, please do an inspection when the services are on because there are individuals that got gas leaks in their homes out here there are individuals who have water leaks in their homes out here and it doesn't matter whether uh there's individuals who got sealed sewer backups and leaks in their homes 
and it doesn't matter if you are a homeowner and or a renter that unacceptable totally unac unacceptable totally unacceptable last what last week we said something about brown water we could beat that horse till it's dead but until we yeah. go to the epa and i'm not going to see the I think I just let the hat the cat out the bag, but he wasn't even out the bag, so um, it wasn't even a bag to put the cat in. How about that? So, <laughs> right, right. Um, the the once the EPA responds to the request and and hopefully uh, the the samples that's been sent, not just by uh, individuals on the west side of the city, but individuals all over Beaumont and all over Jefferson County, especially in those areas that got uh, funky brown water. And I didn't just say brown water. I said funky, funky F-U-N-K-Y, brown water. Yeah. And it is, and if you got funky clear water, that's the same situation that people yeah. with funky right. brown water got. Only all the water's funky. Yours is extremely right. bleached. And I'm going to say it again, that right. means yours is extremely bleached. And if we're not a, aware of the processing of the city water department and the the the, um, the, the uh, uh, chemicals that they use and, you know, the, the uh, I guess, preventive practices that they have, uh, we're the ones that have to take a shower in that. And I'm not talking about cooking. Because allegedly, if you ball it, you ball whatever impurities out. Yeah. I, I don't know if y'all noticed, ever since after Harvey, people's pots have been turning gray on the inside. Gray on the inside. Yeah, and right. white. So, yeah. yeah, and gray white and on white. the inside. So I don't, the... I don't know if y'all use that, but my mama, when my mama do gumbo, <laughs> she, go to the, she go to Sam's and get the big tall bottles of water, and she pour all that all in right. now. <laughs> right. I go, I go get the gumbo. chicken broth myself, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so again, we, we, we can't just allow and accept whatever, you know, uh, is going on. And I'm not talking about just at the state level. There are, uh, like, like Perry said, like Terry said, like James said, like Trisha mentioned, and is going to mention at her meeting, um, or well, at our meeting. Our meeting. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, she, even, <laughs> I need all advocates involved. Go, go. Right, right. And then, yeah. you know, and, and, and Tony has mentioned, and, and like individuals at city council has mentioned, there are certain situations that we really need to pay attention to, yeah. um, especially when it comes to the sustainment of human life in the city of Beaumont. Yes. Period. Okay. And, and, and those, that's not just, that's not just the breathing. That's also my mental life. The sustainment of human life consists of mental physical and spiritual and, and if that human life isn't lined up accordingly then there are you know there are some individuals that may go awry so uh hey to, to hit on yeah, so, hey yeah. uh, uh to hit on something you said before about you know uh that the state has a, a response time the open records act the 10 days that any state or government entity has to provide one way or another an answer to your question or hey we can't answer this or hey give us a couple of more days you got 10 days to do that well what i was speaking on earlier whenever i requested the name of the one officer uh that had been 16 days at that point uh what 
I I did was I sent them that information directly because that's supposed to come from BPD records department on anything legal, right? Records wise. Uh, yeah. They have the 10 days whenever you send them the writing and I sent it and I have documentation, but they never even opened it. They never looked at it. They never sent back a reply because they sure hell don't like me. Uh, so <laughs> what I did for record, what you have to do for record is if you do anything at all is send the city of beaumont that 10 day uh, you know that request with all your information uh so i, I called and i said uh, the city clerk send the city clerk and they are fabulous with answering you back with things like they'll say hey we're um, sending it over to that department so at that point in time you have an official record from the city See, the police department I see is liking to play that little trick of like hide the goose, right? So from now on, it will go directly to the city and co-copy the police department where they both have records. So then you can go file an open records violation, which I will be doing soon with the uh, Texas General Attorney General's office uh, to go ahead and investigate the city of Beaumont on that issue, as well as, like I said, the State Department or the Justice Department. Uh, for criminal rights violations, being that those sidewalks don't connect over railroad tracks in all minority communities in Beaumont that have heavy foot traffic, uh, like I said, that was drawn into the actual engineering plans of Washington Boulevard to leave blank. So you walk from a sidewalk off into the dirt, over the tracks, back onto a sidewalk. But you can spend $800,000 in a penalty in a lawsuit to the ADA because you can't complete a... Fifty or twenty-five thousand dollars sidewalk. If it's that, I'm saying that a high cost, which well, I think with, that these are only six thousand to ten thousand dollars. The amount of money that the amount of the amount of money that was spent to do Washington Boulevard completely should have had that in in the budget and the planning uh, or project in, uh, 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 development anyway. Right. From the it should have been drawn so, out. Yeah, it should have been drawn out. But even I, I took even the, even, I even beyond that, even beyond that, mm -hmm. again, like I said, to comply with ADA standards, to comply yep. with uh, uh, citizens with uh, disabilities compliance, mm -hmm. to comply with the Citizens with Disabilities Act, to comply, right. to comply with TxDOT, to comply with. Um, um, uh, all railways because like you said right. railways say we'll put it in you can't touch our stuff but we'll put right. it in for you that's like right. somebody saying mama could, could uh, put a, a nightlight in you know what I'm saying right. and then the, your nightlight bulb go out if, if y'all grew up in a household like I did uh, you couldn't touch that kind of stuff you know what I'm saying you get your tail toe up going in there playing with a light bulb right, or trying right, to screw right. or unscrew a light bulb because nine times out right. of ten they come behind you and you go jump and yeah you all in trouble so but You're right this is this is something that I, I i i was looking for this look look, look, <laughs> look at how thick this is right now, this right. is a complaint from a citizen and um I, i'll just say um miss lee um yeah, I, we we can call her Miss Lee. Miss Lee made a come a complaint to Texas uh, Commission on Environmental Equality about an adjacent um, asphalt plant. I thought I noticed that paper. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got plenty. So of them. I'm sitting up here. Uh, I got plenty of them papers. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. Okay, so this addresses the request from uh, Miss Lee. Now, mind you, it says nothing about her request. Nothing mentioned about what she put in a request or uh, her request for investigation. None of, none of that. Okay, so that's that. Okay, then there is another one in here that's addressed to somebody totally different on a totally different side of town. Now, mind you, this that's addressed to somebody else on the other side of the town has nothing to do with the request that Miss Miss Lee made. So this agency, if y'all could see it. Uh-huh. That agency, <laughs> that agency will give you the runaround if you make the complaint, especially yeah. this local one. Yeah, this yeah. local yeah. one will yeah. definitely give you the runaround if you uh yeah. if you make a complaint, whether it's sewer, whether it's you know water leaking for a long, a long extended well, period. What was it last time. year, James? That 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 the city was under some kind of workshop, so they didn't have to take complaints. The, oh yeah, that's what was it? That? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. They're under that one, for y'all. ten years. Yeah. Look at this yeah. one. Look hmm. at this one. They, 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 they supposedly will the still have to be investigated, but they won't catch a penalty. My is, favorite is what it is. Like, is that they make it, complaints, and the complaint consists of the city wouldn't take care of my problem, and I need your help, and no, they tell them to call the city. That's that's what we right. that's what that's the excuse that we get now because the EPA right. is inve- investigating that same pretty acronym that everybody been talking about TCEQ and the state of Texas again, like James right. said, Thank for God. for discriminatory practices against yeah. minorities and low-income yeah. individuals. Period. That's the only, yeah. that's the only so way I got this, things. This is the individual. This was a, a an investigation that I asked them to do concerning um, a discharge uh sewer water uh, into not just my underpass, but uh, on Forest and, uh, what is that? Forest and Linton. The city of Beaumont was pumping sewer, the the leak, the break that was that happened into the storm drain, yep. into the ditch yep. that was across the street, and at the at the um, the the corner house uh, at at uh, on Forest and Linson. Uh, right. I'm sorry, Forest and is that Linson? I think it is. It's on the corner of Forest, though. How about that? Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So the complaint went out to TCEQ. They send me again somebody else totally different that had nothing to do with me. They they said something about the Hildebrandt water treatment. Hildebrandt water treatment. Hildebrandt water treatment. Hey, and let, the whole let, time, me, let me let me let me ask you and to answer that. Isn't it also probably illegal for them to send personal information? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Of somebody else's to you? You can get it on well, I don't know if you can send it to you, but you can, I can Well, once you right make now. once you make once you make a complaint, uh that well, I'm saying that they've sent way. you the wrong stuff. They're sending you the wrong stuff. So yeah, it's like I'm not only my not only flooding you with the wrong sending, stuff. 
they're sending references and that's just my assumption oh, okay. and I, i'm not making okay. an excuse to them or for them yeah but that's just my right. assumption is that they're sending references uh that can i guess make lieu of what they they have already investigated i just but i always that, get the runaround from bpd that's and, yeah. and unacceptable yeah, whenever you make like this picture that they send and you could well i don't know if you can see it but you could clearly see that shit water in the ditch okay that's the pictures that i took when you make a complaint yeah. to tceq they send you the report and that report contains every complaint for the past five years oh, okay right all okay. the details okay I so i got you so get this they talked about the hildebrandt treatment plant but if you look at the route for where i was uh referencing uh sewer water being pumped into the into a a, a, a storm drain the storm drain mm -hmm. empties out guess where nature's at the nature's river mm -hmm. they're looking at that fine mm -hmm. spot right now they get the on the back on the back lines. side yeah on the back side of on the back side of pine street or, or, or if y'all remember what the name m streets is that used to be way down there in the north end back in the day i don't yeah. remember yeah. I, I, I like I, it I, I, I remember some of the houses that they allowed the the trees and vines and everything else to take over. All uh, I can tell y'all is none of the streets, all I can tell y'all is don't don't trust the local TCEQ. No, not at all. Y'all y'all would not. It, it needs to be the five one one. I mean five two five one two. Yeah, not so even Austin. Austin number. So not no. even Austin. Right at this not point, I would go straight to the, the, <laughs> no. straight the to EPA. the EPA. Yeah, yep. straight to the EPA. EPA. And, okay. and being in this district, I would not even uh, reach out to John Corner. And, and I know this, not, and I yeah. know he watches this. This is I know he watches me. this, and I wouldn't reach out to Randy Weber either. Terry, right. you have the 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 low well over there. It, it's been off. Um, even when it's on, your water pressure is not what it's supposed to be because there are no. two violations right now. The city's currently got going on for over a year, where the the pumps are not producing enough water, nope. and that's even when they're all up and running. So. That's why you guys have really low water pressure right now. Yeah. And the, the pressure is supposed to kill the bacteria, correct? Yeah. Besides yes, the, there was a the study chlorines in, or whatever they're... Right. There was a study done back in 96 or 98 that said that this was going to happen by the year 2020. So the city knew. Yeah. And they've done nothing to, you know... But you gotta, we got to keep bringing that to them, y'all, because I know we don't want to have to go to the city with things, but you're going to have to. Because, Chris, when it's you were talking, when you mm -hmm. were talking... They were looking at you like they didn't have a clue what you was talking about. I know. Don't I know. Really, don't well, they do. I know. And if, if, if y'all remember, the only person that really knows about, only two people on council that really knows about that is Councilman Gates and Councilman Samuel. That's My guests didn't think, know. I don't I think even was... think uh, Mayor Mouton was a councilwoman at the time. I think it was, yeah, I think she was a councilwoman she was. at the time. Back she in December, I was on the Nextdoor app talking yep. to citizens, and, 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 and I, like, I like showed him said, them papers that you're looking like, at now. Like this has never came before them before. And no, my guess is more than aware. Worse. I can prove it's he's aware. Them worse, I'm telling you. And the city of Beaumont, being that we can't, you know, we well, we don't have. <laughs> let me not do that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Uh, being do that it. we don't have um, Kyle Hayes to cook our books, especially natural disaster back-to-back -back natural disasters to feed the the the, the bleeding economy that or, or the bleeding yeah. funds that we have here in the city of beaumont um hey 
it's it's about to be it's about to be uh some heavy hitting when it comes to taxes yeah. a little bit and 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 they're about and, to be i i think we're about to get investigated by the federal government i, I really I, believe it, that it's, it it's long overdue and 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 that's i know for sure that's one of the reasons why like i said uh i ran for mayor in, in 2011 uh i remember going into you know the polling location on election day i think it was may 3rd then uh um and seeing my name uh but i knew yeah it wasn't just my name on the ballot y'all it was my name and everybody that that was before me whether they yeah. they did good by me did right by me or did bad by me it was everybody before me and i definitely yeah. if you if you did wrong by me and when i say me i'm not talking about just something that you did directly to me but something that somewhere down the line affected me and that that includes right. the the drug trade that includes deprivation to african-american businesses that includes disclosure to to resources or not disclosing resources that could have been potentially um uh aiding with the exception of uh, you know uh uh the long haul of people on on certain government assistant programs um i mean like it, it's a lot that that uh i saw and i know that directly affected me and and at that time i wanted the book to stop there and i still want the book to stop there because yeah. i'm gonna call out everything i see uh especially if it's against humanity but more so yeah. more so i'm gonna stand on something if I see it being directly targeted against humans that look humans with a hue, that's it. Yeah. Humans with it. If, if if it's against humans with a hue, uh, I'm definitely gonna come. I'm, I'm definitely gonna say something about it. I'm definitely gonna uh, not blast you, but try to educate my 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 community, educate my people on not just what's going on and how it affects you, but how we can resolve this issue and not wait for two years or or four years or six years down the line for somebody to get out of office because that's the only time we see the opportunity to make a move no this is chess and you gotta make a move every time i hit the clock and at when yeah. when you hit the clock i gotta make a move and the, the longer i'm on the clock the more you the more you win so i gotta hurry up yeah. and get off your clock yeah, I've had. They're on our clock. Stop letting people hey. waste your, your time, yo. Especially, right. like I said, the, the, our skin is the largest organ of our body on our body. And if, right. we, if we can, if it touches our skin, it absorbs it. If we okay. sit outside and breathe, and and it absorbs it. If we sweat and it dries, it absorbs. What? Come on, yo. I mean, like, we have to be cognizant of not just what goes on in our uh, uh, local environment, uh, as far as like uh, Exxon Mobil, but, but like, I, like I was saying to, to, to Terry and, 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 and to Perry a while back about how, and, and I'm also mentioning to TCEQ how they allow, and, and TxDOT, how they allow sewage, raw sewage to run out on the streets <laughs> on a rainy day, and then there's no, no cleanup thereafter. No, right. I mean like, environmental protection agency standard cleaning that goes on right. from TxDOT or the city of Beaumont. And the crazy part about it is your cities 
your cities are funded through the, the state government to mitigate these types of issues. And I'm not where just the, talking where about is that TCU. money going? Right. Right. Where, where is, is that, that money, money going, going that's made you know for that? That we live in an area that's traveled by high uh, um highly combustible materials, highly flammable yeah. materials, highly uh dangerous inhalable materials. How is it that the city of Beaumont can only depend on their industries when something like this, including our water? goes down i mean like come on man you you charge citizens by the goo gods and you spend billions of dollars annually and i'm not talking about just not i'm not talking about just annual upkeep for the city but i'm <laughs> man like only way we're gonna change yeah. a lot of things that's happening is when we start to impose and i'm not talking about because uh y'all know i love y'all know i love aj like my little brother i love uh taylor neal like my little brother i look at taylor's dad like uh like like an uncle to me uh, uh because like when i was running uh, on public office his dad was running and as well as um you know it, it's just a lot of people that like i said that poured into me like i said on my my facebook post today there's a lot of people that have poured into me uh going in blind to to politics thinking that you know i uh, would be able to influence individuals especially elected individuals to move uh from their position right. just by going to city council and talking and i knew that right. it was falling on deaf ears we're back at the same we're yeah. back at that same place we're back at yeah but uh I'm, yeah but I'm you gonna... gotta you gotta be you gotta be able to present like i said you gotta be able to present these individuals with written documentation hey on this day yeah. i presented to you and i said and 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 reference the city clerk because that's what she do if y'all ever noticed me whenever i go to city council i, I after i read something if i don't read it in its in its entirety on one page the rest of what i wanted to say is submitted on the record do you not hear me it's submitted to the record whether i was able to say it over the three minutes that you gave me or not okay but that's kind of going to wrap us up now you know i heard somebody yawning <laughs> <laughs> it probably were Terry. Hey, you know. There was Terry listen, over there. Listen, my, <laughs> listen. my sister done worked him to death. <laughs> but listen, we're gonna have uh Tick Price on Tuesday. Uh I thought he was supposed to be today. Oh, yeah. Well, he was supposed to be today. We're supposed to be Tuesday. But next yeah. Sunday, I know he's got a whole I know he's taking notes. Next Tuesday, I mean next Sunday, hopefully, uh, we're gonna have our city councilman um my guest gonna join us. Uh, next Sunday, so um, so have your notes. So have your notes ready, and have you ready? I know he's heard enough. Hey man, I will tell y'all what. Look, we, I'm gonna tell y'all what. Before we even get to Nate, before we, that's a week from today, y'all. That's Mother's Day. Yes. So oh, I was just gonna, I was gonna oh, say. Oh, wait, now I don't, I don't. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to move that to another Sunday because we're not gonna be on. The next, next Sunday, Sunday is the uh, citizens meeting. Yes. Oh, mm. is that I'd like to fit him in before the citizens meeting if that's possible. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. uh, next Sunday? Next Sunday is Mother's Day. Next, right. next Sunday? Yes. Yeah, next Sunday is Mother's Day, but the following <laughs> Sunday is the, the citizens meeting. It's not the 22nd? 
It is the twenty second, isn't it? Yeah. So we no, got another Sunday behind it. Yeah, we got another Sunday to go. To oh my goodness! Never so mind. We, I'll, I'll give him a date. Okay, so he's going to be on Mother's Day Sunday. No, no, no. Man, why y'all don't want him on Mother's Day Sunday? That's going to want to have a good Mother's Day. Hey, if I can add real quick, you know what? I think that a lot of our discussions have gone a long way. I know I've pushed a lot on my uh, Facebook page at Bowman, Texas Information Station. I know everybody here does some kind of push for what they do. Uh, also talking about areas like food deserts and whatnot. And I think that our ball that we started rolling down the hill has actually taken momentum, not by council. And I saw that news report everybody saw that said council has awarded a permit. Man, it ain't got nothing to do with council at all. Council ain't doing a goddamn thing. Uh, what it's up to is business people that are actually taking notice. Since I believe that we're talking about the need of these areas, so I think that we are going to have to keep on doing exactly what we're doing and pushing. And, I don't care how negative we, they say it is, but we're bringing the we're bringing to, to fruition. Yeah, because right. it's not good. us. It's not going to happen. And, and again, the meeting, you guys, whatever, whoever wants to participate, please. I mean, this doesn't have to be just about brown water. It's about Beaumont. Yeah, well, y'all would be amazed at the since I, we got on the news talking about the city. You'd be amazed at the people that has approached me about yeah. uh, because they don't know what to do. Right. Because right. a lot we of people can, can't right. flush their toilets, man. Right. We're going to continue right? this. We're going to continue this. We're going to continue this until we get results. We're going to keep yeah. pounding. We're going to keep kicking on the doors until we get results. <laughs> like yeah. I, was telling I do want to say I'm this, still Big pushing, I'm still I know pushing you. to all the uh, government agencies like the, the uh, Department of Justice and all of them right now. I'm, I'm just getting my momentum on that level to push for the ADD, uh, ADA and also civil rights on the investigation for the sidewalk. Uh, oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, so we got to do our part. Go ahead, on. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, um, I do, like, you know, some of my friends that watch this, especially like those that live outside of this country and some of those that live outside of this city, county, state, right? right. And they were like, well, I mean, like, y'all were hitting on some tight uh, topics and just awarenesses, but like, what's... What's the pro of living in Beaumont? All I heard was cons. So I, I want to say, I, I want to say, here are some some pros tonight. We're gonna give y'all yeah, some yeah, pros yeah, from me pro. tonight. Yeah, so right, right. I really want a few. Go ahead, me, bro. I want to. I really want you to give me the pros on the next <laughs> next the next episode. But I want you to that set. Give me the pros tonight. You're at the yeah. tail end of the show. Yeah. And on the next episode, episode three of what it takes, what it's like living in Beaumont. I want you to give that those pros at the beginning of the show. Okay, okay, that's a bit. Okay, you ready? That's a bit. That's a bit. Okay, so <laughs> some of the some of the pros that I have, and, and y'all have to understand, I, I live in uh, the South End, uh, and I'm not talking about in Beaumont South End, I'm living the real South real End. South. I live the in real the real South, South End. Original <laughs> South End. Uh, the, historically, uh, the historical South End. Okay, so with that out of the way, uh, one of the things that that's a pro to me about Beaumont, especially living in the South End, is that this is not, um, at, I mean, the city, as far as population, is, is extremely large. But 
this is a very, 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 very close knit neighborhood okay. and community. I will say out of a lot of places I've been to and trust and believe uh, my, my mom said my feet is always hot, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I'm always on the go. I've been to several different places, whether it was for entertainment or business. Uh, I Every time I come back home, I look forward to reuniting with, you know, my friends and, and, and relatives that are here in Beaumont. Because, again, it's, it's that close-knit, uh, neighborly, homely feel that's here. And um, that's one of the pros that I have. And I'll give the rest of them. We have so the best people for I, sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some su suggestion, okay? On our next episode three of what it's like living in Beaumont, what is the pros and cons? I'm gonna have, I'm gonna ask each one of you to tell me. <laughs> Look, he shook his head. I saw you before, like one pro about what it's take like living in Beaumont. Okay, can I give you the biggest con? When I, I will wait. We're gonna wait for the next. <laughs> hey man, did you just hear how it came out of his mouth? It's like, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it alone. Okay. I need each one of y'all to tell me, within the last say 40 years, what company has opened up in Beaumont that's employed oh, yeah. three to five hundred people all the time, besides plants and a school and the yeah. schools. Nobody. What 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 job? And whose job is exactly. it to bring that here? And why aren't right. they? And why aren't they? Right. And why aren't these people coming? It's right. a reason they did not come. And they're not coming just because. I mean, we right. are. And it, I was about to say, companies look at the overall coming. everything, even in right. And they're not hiring. They're not hiring just because uh, they're not hiring um, uh, three and four hundred people i mean they are hiring yeah. three to four hundred plus people uh they're just not coming from beaumont and that's you why the, yeah. wonder and, why and, and and that yeah i was about to say why? that will be the, the the part b to uh my big brother question yeah uh why, why is it that those businesses that are here and alleged to come and, and scope to come to beaumont why, why? are their why? workforce coming from right here here but there's yeah. not many of those companies out here, though, Chris. That's, Correct. That's true. Yeah, that's it's true. not none. And, it's none. And I, and I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, you have, especially like in my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like most of, and like you said, I'm not. We're not talking about the plant. Most of the people that travel to the plant don't live in yeah. Beaumont, no way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, others that tra travel uh, to Kansas City Railway or. or uh, the, any of the railroads that's around me don't live in Beaumont, no way. And if they do, they retire yeah. from the railroad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the half of the police officers, they don't live in Beaumont. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, most of the individuals that work uh, in downtown Beaumont, they don't live in Beaumont. Yeah. Uh, right. the, Some of the, the highest of the paid people, ones live in Baytown, Houston, further out. Right. I got all the employees' right now. And that, that's a part of the reserve uh on, on college yeah. street they don't live in beaumont so right. who's like like you say who investing in us who's going to look right. out for us in at the end of the day especially when we see who, who employed here and everything on the end yeah right yeah, who employed here is actually going to care about right, guys, the city of that, beaumont okay, and the we're, gonna, we're gonna move that to the next show it's okay. two, it's, part it's, three it's, it's, it's part three it's been a two-hour show here tonight <laughs>
Yeah, we'll start hearing about it the next day, next week. Uh, on Tuesday. So Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite sure I'm gonna get a phone call tonight. Go, yeah. But anyway, we're a great show. Yeah, right. But again, before I leave here, we'll this, before I leave here, yeah, know. before we leave, let me just stress this: we must continue to stay on and be consistent by staying on point what we are trying to accomplish because they're wanting us to shut up around. right yeah they, they want us to shut up. up right and get and get and another yeah. distraction that just and remove us somewhere else but we're going to stay on topic we're going to stay on topic yeah. okay all right guys yeah. i enjoyed you we see you on tuesday and um and sunday after mother's day mother's yeah. day all right y'all have a, y'all have a good mother's day, day trisha Happy, right, happy Mother's Day, Mother. Happy right, Mother's Day, right, right, right. We don't get on. Yeah, we don't Mother's see you. I get. All right. All right. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.